that the man was uh, meant to sell at the fire store uh, were, were malfunctioning. And so, so the man took seven of those and he threw them all in the sea and the sea erupted into a ball of water. And he captured some of the water in a hat because he was amazed at the time. He wasn't wearing a hat. He, uh, he took the hat from a passing uh, uh, ball boy who was um, on a bicycle that he uh, he had stolen uh, from someone who had stolen that very bike from a milkman who was running away from a dragon that he had uh, mentioned in the past and and so went on a date with uh, this lady who uh, looked after dragons. She actually bred dragons. She bred uh, dragons and bread because the, the two come together. She Dragon bread is very popular. I don't know if you've been to a supermarket supermarché or just a regular market or a regular marché and uh, and try to buy a dragon bread but the dragon bread is not always um, available sometimes uh, it's very common to be sold out I mean the, the actual uh, the actual side effects of dragon bread is um, sales sales are very high for dragon bread and so you've got to buy it quick and by buying it quick I mean you've got to be there when it is born and put cash on the table and the cash can vary and that's the the other jeopardy of dragon bread is that you don't know how much it costs but you need to be there when it is born and you need to be to put the money straight down and you've got to guess how much it's worth based on the weight and you don't know what the weight is either because it will be born the dragon bread is born and it will be born instantly and they drop it onto a scale yet the scale doesn't have any kind of measurement on it and so you have no idea what the weight is it's all, it's all completely up in the air because dragons naturally fly. Bread doesn't. Uh, bread um, uh, scientists will tell you that bread contains gluten, but dragons also contain gluten. That is why when you eat uh, bread of any sort, so you can talk, um, eat wholemeal bread, or you can eat white bread, or um, even just some seeded bread and uh, ham bread that kind of bread any type of bread you um, get that burning feeling in your in your uh, stomach and in your your loins and that is gluten that is gluten running right gluten taking away your soul it's just eating away your soul and the burning is uh, that dragons have gluten high gluten levels and that's why they breathe fire it's obvious now isn't it really and that is what's happening to you. You're becoming a dragon. If you eat too much dragon bread, uh, you will become a dragon over time. I mean, it's the same as like Coca-Cola corrodes your teeth. If you leave a tooth in a glass of Coca-Cola in six months' time, the the tooth has corroded down to a nubule and the glass has, has melted away and the Coca-Cola has taken on a new life form. And this is 
uh, very similar to dragon bread. If you take dragon bread, you eat enough dragon bread. You'd have to eat dragon bread every day uh, for 10 years at a, at a push. It's the um, law of 10,000 hours. 10,000 hours of uh, eating dragon bread, you will uh, become qualified and an expert uh, dragon. Uh, it's just it's very simple but there's a lot of people out there who generally want to become a dragon and so they they go to the the birth of uh, dragon bread which is um at the place of breeding of dragons and bread the breeding of the two uh, by mrs um alpine phillips in slough and she does this on an industrial estate in slough uh, you can go there you can travel there it's um signposted and uh, google maps will lead you straight to the door and you can just um Wait, wait for any amount of time as if it's some kind of Harry Potter book about to be released. You can queue outside Waterstones, but you're not going to get any dragon bread from Waterstones. But you will get dragons in a Harry Potter book, but a Harry Potter book never tells you how the dragons come about. It just has dragons. It doesn't suggest that it's from humans eating 10,000 hours worth of dragon bread, thanks to Mrs Alpine Phillips in her Slough Industrial Unit, Unit 9. And so... You've got to be there. You've got to. You've got to shower yourselves. Uh, you've got to shower. You've got to shower yourselves before you go in. There's a. Um, you don't have to bring your own water or anything. You want to soak yourselves in. Some people like to soak themselves in Coca Cola and ten thousand like ten thousand hours. Their body has corroded away, and it becomes scaly. So when they become a dragon, they've got the natural skin because a lot of times people don't prepare. They don't go into it with any foresight, and so when they are not. Uh, fully uh, a dragon because they've still got human form they're not they're not putting the 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 full uh, makeup of the situation they've not read the manuals they've not read harry potter they've not spoken to um, mrs alpine phillips about how to fully become dragons and that's why she gets a um you know a few uh, comments and a few um, people want their money back because they've waited around they've paid uh, a nominal fee of um, of complete guesswork at paying a price for the dragon bread it can range it can range from a thousand uh, rupees to uh, 25,000 uh, euros uh, and it doesn't matter where you are it just depends on the weight we've been through this already and she's she, uh, when the dragon bread is born it comes out and as soon as it drops you've got to slide in the slide in the money and you're, you're there you're you're kind of wading wading through the, the cash like that you're throwing the cash down you're thinking oh, clicking through it and you're going well i need to know what it doesn't you can't know that's the thing about it you can't know what how much this dragon bread's going to be worth based on the based on the weight um but the weight is the longer you wait the the more you can understand the weight that's the thing it's the the beauty of words that sound the same but have different meanings is that you can Wait at uh, Unit Nine of a Slough Industrial Unit at uh, Mrs Alpine Pearson's um, uh, Dragon Bread uh, Birth Clinic Breeding Clinic, and you can wait there for six months. And by the time the Dragon Bread is born, is you'll have a really good idea of the weight because you put your time in. That's the ten thousand. That's why we're talking about ten thousand hours. That's the law of um, learning a new skill, of becoming an expert in something. And if you want to become an expert at being a dragon, if you want to become an expert at um, 
understanding dragonbread and its associations with becoming a dragon and how the, how it works the nuances of dragonbread is is very very small it's very slim it's such a niche there's not many books on amazon you can't illegally download a pdf file about um dragonbread or getting free dragonbread it's one of the things out there it's not it's it's not uh it's not on the nasdaq is dragonbread it's it's very very it's a very natural thing and so you get it right you eat your dragon bread you wait for, you well you eat your dragon bread and you will become a dragon but what type of dragon it's down to the gluten level isn't it it depends how tolerant you are to gluten and you can build that up just by eating different types of um of wheat based food so i would eat um well, no, I mean, me personally, I'd eat a lot of croissants, um, almond croissants. I'd eat a lot of those, and that will um, that will get my gluten levels really high, really, really strong. I'll say seven seven uh, glutens in each almond croissant. So if you have seven almond croissants with seven glutens in it, you do that a day, you really would be putting your body in the right mind to become a dragon once you eat the dragon bread. I think that would be the thing. You need a basis. You need a groundwork. I mean, everyone talks about um, you need to know the classics. If you're going to be a great writer, you need to know the classics. If you're going to be a great musician, you need to know the classics. You need to know the chords. If you're going to be a great um, um, whistler, you need to know the tongue, tongue basics, basics on tongue loopage and um, presentation, and also um, how how a tongue can dry out if you hold it out of your mouth for too long, and you need to know all about these these basic skills. And I'm sure that this presentation here, this instructional video on how to um, wetten the tongue is going to help you to become a better whistler. And that is why we're here. We're here to um, show you how to become a better whistler. And you do so by piercing your tongue, okay, and piercing your lips. You do this at, uh, you can go to any tattooist, and the tattooist will um, will guide you through it by tattooing what he's going to do on your chest. And uh, especially if you're a, a woman, a tattooist is more than willing to um, go over the points with you twice, uh, maybe even three times if you um, if you are that confused. And the thing about tattooists, I mean, you've got to go to the right tattooist because when they when they tattoo uh, the secrets and the guidelines onto your body and especially your private parts, because they will say they're the smoothest and most su um, supple areas. And so the be the best places to tattoo information so that you soak it in better. Um, don't believe them, but then also believe them. Uh, the very creepy tattooists, I mean, they're all creepy anyway because of the nature of that, the way they um, import knowledge into your body, is that they would suggest um, a three-pronged attack of information. So they'll go left breast, right breast, uh, vagina, and they'll, they'll write on each of those and sometimes they won't wear those surgical gloves which is a problem so uh, this this lesson in avoiding the um the worst tattoo artists in the world is to um look up how much they cost where they're located and how many times they will insist on uh, tattooing the guidelines to um to piercing 
your tongue and your lips in order to become a better whistler. If they don't know about whistling, if they don't have their own tongue or lips pierced and they insist that they know how to whistle, then um, please uh, look for a plastic whistle or a metal whistle on their persons and hope that they don't say, I will demonstrate how to whistle, please turn your please turn your head away from me. They will be lying to you. And this is the this is and this is number ten in our top ten uh, reasons not to turn your back on somebody. Um, and, and we'll go through them again. Number one is that you uh, you don't know if they are a dragon, if they're a fully formed dragon. If you turn your back on someone who is just about to have finished 10,000 hours of eating dragon bread and they're about to turn, the first thing they're going to want to do is breathe fire. And the best way to burn someone without them knowing is on the back of their head. Okay, so many people out there, you'll see them as you're walking down the street. Anyone who's wearing with their hood up, you see anyone with a hoodie, they most probably have been naive enough to not watch this demonstration video on uh, who 10 top tips for not turning your back on people. And they would have, the back of their head is completely singed off, completely gone, uh, because they um, are ignorant to the truths that are the basic um basic knowledges of life and you don't turn your back on anyone who says can you turn your back um, as they eat dragon bread and if you don't know what dragon bread is then you need to re-watch this whole video because it is the basics of, of life.